and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. The theme of our morning worship and prayer is miracles. And for this morning's devotion, we will look at Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 8, and reflect on the implications of Pentecost. Our text reads, verse 1, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Verse 3, And divided tongues as a fire appeared on them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished saying, are not all these men or are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? May the Lord bless the reading of his word. In this brief devotional reflection, let's take a look at the importance and implications of Pentecost. Verse one says, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. Now, what exactly is Pentecost? And what were they doing in one place together? Well, the answer to that question will uh, need us to go back to Acts chapter 1, verse 4, where it says, And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me. Verse 5, But John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is also cross-referenced in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, where it says, And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. See, what happened in Acts chapter 2 was really a fulfillment of a prophecy foretold by Joel in Joel chapter 2 verse 28 and also recorded in Acts chapter 2 and verse 17 where it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. See, God was not just preparing and empowering His witnesses, but here in Acts chapter 2, He poured out His Spirit on all flesh. In fact, the Message Bible says on every kind of people and the Passion Translation says on everybody. At Pentecost, God was preparing all people, unsaved, secular, atheists, Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, animists, literally everyone to receive His Spirit and His Word. Pentecost literally means 50th. But what is why is this significant? Well, let me share a few thoughts. Pentecost is celebrated 50 days after Easter, after Jesus, resur after Jesus resurrected from the dead. 
It is also 50 days after the Passover, which commemorates the liberation of the Jews from Egyptian captivity. It's a picture of salvation that comes from our Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, prior to Pentecost, they also commemorate the Feast of Weeks as the day that God gave Moses the Torah or the law or the word of the Lord uh, on Mount Sinai. And who in the New Testament is called the word, word except Jesus? The giving of the Torah is what Jewish scholars refer to as the day Judaism was born. Similarly, at Pentecost, it was the day the church was born. And one more thing, every 50th year, the Jews celebrate Jubilee. The year of Jubilee involved a year of release from indebtedness, from bondages, and captivity. Because God's Spirit was poured out at Pentecost to all flesh, it is always from this point on a season of redemption and deliverance that all who call on Him will be saved. Pentecost signals also the beginning of the age of the Holy Spirit. Pentecost is God equipping His people and His church with the power of His Spirit so that He will be glorified in our lives, in our communities, in our nation, and the nations of the world. The point of the miracle of Pentecost is mission. And the goal of mission is that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. Now back to our text. A number of miracles surrounding this experience, I believe is worth noting. For example, in verse two, it says, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. See, this miraculous sound of the mighty rushing wind from heaven is a good analogy for the Spirit, a picture of God's invisible power. The sound of rushing wind reminds us of John chapter 3, verse 8, where it says, The wind blows where, where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born, of the Spirit. And verse 3 says, And divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. See, tongues symbolized speech and the communication of the gospel. Fire also symbolized God's purifying presence and spiritual fervor which sets our hearts on fire to impact and ignite the lives of others. Fire drives out fear. It drives out passivity and lethargy among God's people and renews our passion for God and for His kingdom. Another miracle is we find in verse 4, where it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 5, Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at the sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how, and how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? See, the crowds are amazed as, as each person hears the mighty works of God spoken in their native tongue. More people begin to gather. Some skeptics doubt what was happening. But God gave Peter the ability to preach powerfully. And as a result, 3,000 people repented 
and accepted the gospel. The same gift, the indwelling and empowering the Spirit of God is available also for us today. But the message is loud and clear. God wants all men from every nation, from every time and language to be saved. The scope of God's plan is no less than all the nations of the world. The key phrase in this verse is in verse 5 that says, it represents men from every nation under heaven. They heard the dialects of all the regions they came from. Not one language was left out. But interestingly, this list of nations reminds us of the list of nations in Genesis chapter 10, which led to the building of the Tower of Babel, which we know was an act of defiance against God's desire that the that they spread the gospel across the earth. So God judged those proud men by confusing their languages. But at Pentecost in Acts 2, the judgment of Babel in Genesis 11 was reversed. For example, in Babel, there were confusion of tongues, but at Pentecost, tongues were understood. In Babel, man tried to reach God through their own efforts. They built a city and a tower that reaches the heavens, but at Pentecost, God was the one who came down. In Babel, God scattered the people in judgment. But at Pentecost, God scattered the people with His blessings as witnesses. In Babel, man united against God. But at Pentecost, man united with God through the empowering Holy Spirit to become witnesses. Babel resulted in division, but Pentecost resulted in unity that comes from the gospel. By God's grace, he turned this confusion of tongues into a miracle of miraculous speech. The gift of speaking in tongues was a special miracle to demonstrate God's purpose in taking the gospel to all the nations. And as they heard the gospel message in their native language, it now enabled the church to be launched in all these places when these men returned to their homes. Obviously, the curse of Genesis 11 has been lifted. Ephesians 2.13 says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace, who has made the two groups, Jews and Gentiles, or Jews and all people, one, and has de destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, reconciling everyone equally to God through the cross. And as we conclude, let me read, Verse 12, where it says, And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? What an appropriate way to end with this question, because it only means one thing, that salvation has come for the entire world. This is the message of Pentecost. It is an unstoppable gospel. This is our hope and prayer because of the miracle of Pentecost, we will see the gospel forcefully advancing in people's lives, in our families, our cities, and all the nations of the world. Let's end our morning's devotion by worshiping Jesus. We have seen you move. We have seen your glory. We know when you speak. All our chains come falling, we have seen you move, we've seen battles won, we have seen you move, we have seen you move, we have seen you move.
just take time to just say a quick prayer for all of you watching. Father, thank you for the infilling power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thank you that we don't have to live a, Lord God, in drudgery, Lord God, in boringness because of the dynamics of the Spirit who brings life. I pray, Lord God, that every one of us will become active witnesses to share the gospel to neighbors and friends and relatives and loved ones and even take this beyond our communities to the rest of the world. I pray your blessing upon everyone who had any need. Lord, thank you that because of the indwelling power of the Spirit, we can walk victorious lives, Lord God. I pray for those that are sick that you would heal them. I pray for those that have provisional needs that you would provide for their needs, for those seeking counsel that the wisdom of God be upon them in the name of Jesus. As we close, let me encourage you with these words from Romans chapter 13, 15 and verse 13, I like to read it from the contemporary English version, where it says, I pray that God, who gives hope, will bless you with complete happiness and peace because of your faith. And may the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with hope. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Thanks for watching. Have a blessed day and God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.